Hey everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Sanity Sessions. I'm your host, Clint Sabom, and if you like this podcast, please spread the word, get it out there. Let's reach as many people as possible with so many of these good techniques of disputing our core beliefs. And the core belief and the lack of acceptance, because really the core beliefs, the negative beliefs, the limiting beliefs, what they all do is they just get in the way of accepting, accepting self, accepting others, accepting life's conditions. So it's not necessarily about replacing everything with positive thinking. It's about non-negative thinking. It's about removing the beliefs that get in the way of our happiness. And it's my experience that acceptance on all levels of everything is the way to be at peace and to be happy. So the core belief we're going to look at today is that people and things must be better than they actually are. And you must change the grim facts of life to suit you. And again, this comes a lot from Albert Ellis and his rational emotive behavior therapy. And this core belief that things should actually be better than they are, and we should change the grim facts of life to suit us, just leads to an unrealistic expectation, which will in, invariably lead to frustration, anxiety, depression, because life is mixed. Life is imperfect. And if you look at religion, even if you're not spiritual, if you look at religion and philosophy, just about all religion and philosophy posits a situation in the human condition where things are not so great. Things are challenging. There is kind of an issue here. Buddha said life is suffering. And sometimes religions like Christianity and or certain branches of Christianity have taken this too far and called everything sin and made people feel real guilty. But I think even the point of that is that we're in a broken, imperfect world. And expecting it to be otherwise is just going to end up driving ourselves crazy. And so wanting a perfect world and, uh, and not just a perfect world, wanting things to be better than they are, wanting people to act better than they are, wanting people to not behave so badly, and wanting a certain world, wanting something that is certain and guaranteed all the time is going to lead to frustration because there are no certainties and there are no guarantees. In fact, the certainty is you will die someday, which is pretty much the worst that can happen, and it's going to happen anyway. And everything else kind of in between is uncertain. It's a world of probability and chance, of potential danger, you know, and uh, not wanting to necessarily look at that will lead to a lot of agony when those things actually happen and the grim facts of life are something that you have to confront in the way uh, that you do in the course of living. And, you know, there's no reason that people shouldn't behave badly. There's no reason. Um, it's just simply a mistaken core belief that people should behave 
better. They should be more just, more moral, more nice, more considerate, whatever it is. But there's absolutely no rule that people should behave any better than they actually do. And there's always going to be people that behave badly. There's always going to be people that dislike you. And it, it helps to look at usefulness in this situation. Is it useful to continually expect people to be different than they are? And is there not an alternative way of seeing it? Is there an alternative way of seeing it that would bring more acceptance and more peace? And of course, the alternative way of seeing it that I'm suggesting is seeing it as imperfect, not black or white, gray, mixed. And because it's not really the behavior of others that upsets us, it's our core beliefs underneath that that upset, upset us. It's wanting people to be different. So when they're not that way, then we're upset. But if we can accept that people are going to behave badly, then when they actually do, it's not going to upset us and throw us off as much. And remember, again, a lot of this takes repetition and continually disputing the beliefs. And it's the A, B, C, and D. A is the activating event, perhaps somebody behaving badly or meanly towards you. B is your beliefs about that situation or about that theme, and C is the consequence. So if someone behaves badly towards you in A, and the consequence is feeling very frustrated and very pissed off, then it's not actually A that's causing you to be frustrated and pissed off. It's B. It's the belief in between there that is getting in the way and expecting it to be different and then is causing the agony. So the point ultimately of this is, is to become more flexible in our thinking because the need for perfectionism, the need for certainty, the need for to be at the top of the heap, the need for everything to just be taken care of and smooth, it's all a rigidity of belief. It's a rigidity of belief which will block our natural life force. It will block our energy. It will block our flow, our ability to accept things as they are. And getting rid of these core beliefs will free up a lot of space and it'll free up a lot of emotional energy. But it takes time to continually dispute it. And so it's really the should thinking that gets in the way. The should thinking, others should be better, I should be better, life should be better. And it has to be continually challenged by reminding ourselves that life is black or white. Life is mixed. And, you know, there's also another thread of usefulness in here, or rather the lack of usefulness in believing this, because upsetting ourselves about what others do, which is always going to be outside of our control, is often going to distract us from what we can do, which is the way we behave and the way we act. We're not going to be able to control the way other people act, but we can decide how we're going to act. And getting so caught up in things needing to be a certain way will distract us from 
the things we actually can do. And perfectionism is just self-defeating because mistakes happen. Decisions are made. And maybe they were good decisions. Maybe they were bad, but maybe they were neither. Because whatever decisions you've made that you may feel regretful about, perhaps at the time it seemed like the best decision, or perhaps there were a variety of different decisions that could have been made, or perhaps the perhaps the decision you think you should have made would have ended in something worse. You simply don't know. There's multiple ways of looking at everything, and that's kind of part of the key here, looking for alternative viewpoints, because looking at things from multiple ways, that loosens the rigidity of our core negative beliefs. And mistakes are simply going to happen. And a lot of times they're outside of our control. So continually disputing this, and really it can all be undercut by, you know, by just reminding ourselves that this is an imperfect world. This is mixed. It's not black or white. There is a dark side of life. There is suffering. There is death. There is violence. There are horrible things that happen. And coming to terms with that as the existence in the world we live in can kind of undercut these expectations and these shoulds that things be actually better than they are. And it seems when we're upset by bad things that happen, yes, they're bad, and yes, they they hurt, and yes, things happen to really throw us off emotionally, and it feels outside of our control. It's an automatic reaction, and sometimes our emotional response is so automatic and so deeply ingrained that it will seem like consciously reminding ourselves of these facts that I've mentioned in this episode, that constantly reminding ourselves of these will not necessarily even touch the emotional upset because the emotional upset is so deeply ingrained. But it will, it will, and it may take doing it every day for two months and, you know, writing out the core beliefs and the shoulds and the musts that you're attached to, you know, as you notice how you react to events in day-to-day life to really start to uncover and discover your own negative core beliefs of the way things should be versus the way things are and continually challenging those and doing that every day for two months and then see if something happens. In fact, 21 days is kind of the number I often use because 21 days will help get a habit ingrained. And so it's developing a muscle. It's developing a muscle of disputing these core beliefs and it really can shift us, but it does take time. It takes active and energetic disputing. So hope you got something from that. Um, and I hope you're having a good day and I will see you on the next episode.